Hello, everybody. Once again, welcome to the Traveling Pulpit. My name is Vernon Sheridan, and I just want to personally thank you for listening to the Traveling Pulpit. Whether this is your first time or you are a a frequent listener to this podcast, I want you to know that this podcast is solely intent on teaching the Word of God to the believer the believer who struggles or is on the fence with their belief, and even to the unbeliever. I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for giving the support to the traveling pulpit that you do. On today, our topic is Jesus, our Jesus. We begin with an opening statement. The name of Jesus will either cause you to thank the son of the living God for his sacrifice or cause you to deny his very existence. One thing is for certain, and that is the Bible bears witness to the existence of a man whom scriptures have written about for thousands of years before his earthly presence was felt. Scriptures revealed that this man would be born of a virgin, homeless and outcast and rejected. He would not have any special features that people would recognize him being from God, but would live the life of every individual living in that era of time. Scriptures, or uh, uh, the uh, Isaiah in the scriptures, 9 and 6 puts it this way. For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given. And the government shall be upon shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Who is he? His name is Jesus. My first statement, as all my statements, I try to begin them with a question to get you thinking. So why is the name Jesus such a threat to the world? Because Jesus has decided to only acknowledge God. Rather, I'm sorry, because man has decided to only acknowledge God. Why? Because God is universal. The name of God is more tolerable or easily accepted in the world. And to some, God is the God of all religions. And all religions have their own way or path that leads to their God. However, Jesus is personal. Jesus has lived a life of a human being in human being being in human form from God, who is God. John 14 and 6 says, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the father except through me. In other words, what Jesus is saying he is saying that no one can come through can come to his father except through him he is talking about a relationship a relationship is a connection that binds you and jesus in a personal and passionate attachment i once told my daughter that no no young man will come through that front door of ours and say I have a relationship with your daughter and she not know who this young man is. Jesus is saying the same thing. No one 
And I mean, no one is going to go to his to 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 the father and say we have a relationship because Jesus will put a stop to it right then and there. The only way you can come to the father is through this personal and passionate relationship with Jesus Christ. However, there are some who believe that there are many ways to God. Some have even invented their own way to God. Um, There was a, a talk show host who was very, very popular and still is very popular for her work in philanthropy throughout the world, who said on her talk show one day that she believed that there were many, many ways to get to God. And that she was believing that those ways went around Jesus. Simply put, man and even woman who is influenced by man is now beginning to turn their back or turn their admittance to to the Son of God and only looking at the Creator God. And that is wrong. That right there will land you outcast or or in outer darkness from God. The only way, the only way you can come to the Father is through a personal and passionate attachment to Jesus. A relationship with Jesus. My second statement is the I am. See, it all began in the Garden of Eden when God created his first earthly child named Adam. They had a great relationship, the child of creation and his creator. It even speaks about in the in the 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 the, 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 the I believe it would be the evening that they would walk together and talk together. However, all of that changed when man disobeyed God's command and ate of the fruit that was to be avoided. Though he ate from the hand of the woman, he still disobeyed God's command. God gave man the the command and through the command, he also gave man the authority. Now, they were to rule together. Yes, they were. But upon creating the man first, God gave the command. He gave the order. He gave the instructions on how to care for the world. He gave the instruction on how to take care of himself. And he gave the instructions of what the penalty would be for disobeying the command. So, though, again, so he, so man, though he ate from the hand of the woman, he still disobeys God. He still disobeyed God's command that it was forbidden of him that he should eat of the tree. Now, I want to make this perfectly clear to all who listen, men and women alike. Women, you did not sin. You did not sin. No, you did not. 
because the presence of sin did not come into the world until man ate, which proves that man was given the authority not to rule over you, but to take care of the garden. He was given the instructions. He was given the key to the garden. Not the world. The world belongs to God, but he was given, he was given the right to take care of the garden. So woman, you did not sin. You had nothing to do with bringing sin into the world, yet you are blamed and treated as if you did. Through man came death. But through you, the woman, comes life. Here's what I'm saying. God used the woman to bring forth a life that will save all lives in his name, Jesus. Let me say that again. God used the woman to bring forth a life that saves all lives. And, and she gave him her husband, Joseph and Mary, they, they gave him the name Jesus because the angel Gabriel came to Joseph in a dream telling Joseph what his name shall be. So they gave him the name Jesus. This was done through the virgin's womb. As an earthly man, Jesus was despised and rejected by other men. Like every other man born of a woman, Jesus had no special worldly attributes that any man should recognize him as being the son of God. It is only when he spoke did men despise him for the things that he had to say. You see, when Jesus made his entrance into the world, being born of a virgin's womb, the people only had in their possession the laws of Moses and the prophets. What man did, what man did not understand then as he does now, or as he does not understand now, is that the Bible is written for the purpose of giving all men a second chance to have eternal life through the acceptance of Jesus, the son of the living God. Did you hear that, men? Did you catch that? What man does not understand, he didn't understand it then, and he does not understand it today. That Jesus came for the purpose of giving you, me, and every other man who accepts him as the Lord, as the Christ, as the Messiah, as the chosen one, the right to have eternal life through the acceptance of Jesus. Exodus 3, 4, 3 and 14 God told Moses, when the people ask who sent you to say to the people of Israel, say to them, I am who I am has sent me to you. Hundreds, even thousands of years later, Jesus comes to the descendants of the people 
of Israel to proclaim that he who revealed himself to Moses in the form of a burning bush is now he who he, who is revealing himself in the form of a man to proclaim to proclaim God's kingdom on earth. The same people that that God sent Moses to is the same people that God has sent his son to. Moses went out from a burning bush. He went out. Jesus came in as a man. He came in. Revealing himself in the form of a man to proclaim God's kingdom on earth. My third statement and closing statement, Jesus saves. Jesus told his disciples in John 16 and 33, in the world, you will have tribulation, but take heart. I have overcome the world through man's disobedience. Death came into into the world, but through Jesus, life comes through him. The world cannot produce life, only death. But Jesus came to the earth so that all men might have life and have it abundantly. What I mean by the world cannot produce life, only death, is that every day you turn on the TV, every day, even even read on the internet newspaper, every, every day someone is being killed. That's not giving life, that is taking life. And only the earth produces that death. Only the earth produ produces that death. There have been there has been talk about people possibly one day living on Mars. Now, if you can't live in this world, what in the world makes you think that you're going to be able to live on Mars in peace? Because of all the hell people has raised on it on this world because of sin, bringing forth death into the world to which the to which the world cannot produce life, only death. What makes you think going to Mars is going to make a difference in someone's life? You have a better off chance of submitting yourself to the teachings of Jesus, the son of the living God. You have a better chance of accepting the eternal gift of, of the, accepting the gift of eternal life than you do to live on Mars. Jesus said in John 10 and verse 11, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep, meaning the sheep that Jesus laid down his life for is now owned by him and we belong to him. Hanging on that cross, Jesus did not die for the world. In fact, Jesus did not die on earth. He was suspended in midair, which is which is upon. Sorry, he was suspended in midair, which upon his return to the earth, he, we will meet him in the air. Sorry, I got a little tongue tied there for a second. <laughs> Let me repeat myself. Hanging on the cross, Jesus did not die for the world. In fact, Jesus 
did not die on earth. He was suspended in midair, which, which is why upon his return to the earth, we shall meet him in the air. Simply because of that. The earth holds no, um, holds nothing over Jesus's head. This, this is why he was hung up high. As in the case with the children of Israel, when they were uh, mocking Moses and the fiery serpents came up out of the ground and those who were bitten were killed. And Jesus told, told Moses to make a serpent of bronze, hang it up on a staff and hold it high so that when the people see it, they will live. This is the same thing taking place in this period of time when Jesus came to the earth that he would hang on a cross in midair so that all who look to him will be saved. I want to remind you that all lives matter to Jesus. All lives. We live in a world that seeks to do nothing but destroy, destroy one another. Jesus has come to give life and will come again to receive unto himself those who have made the choice to accept the gift of eternal salvation. Today, I want that for you. I want for you, if this is your first time listening or, or, or if you are a repeat listener, I want you to have a personal relationship with God's son, Jesus. That's what I want. That's, that is what I pray for. I pray for that, that people will, will hear this message, will pass it along to their friends, will, 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 will have friends pass it along to their friends. But most importantly, I pray that when you hear this message, that you will want to have a relationship with God's son, Jesus. Lastly, in the book of Hebrews 6 and 16, the Bible says, For people swear by something greater than themselves, and in all their disputes, an oath is final for confirmation. Friends, Jesus is our final confirmation. His life, his death, his resurrection, and his return. That is all you need. That is our confirmation. Jesus is the final confirmation. That ends the message for today. I want to thank you once again for, for allowing me the opportunity to come into your life for a few moments each week, every Sunday and every Wednesday to deliver to you the, the message of God through the word of God. It means so much to me for the for to have means so much to me to have the opportunity for reaching out in the name of God, in the name of Jesus, so that you will be ready and prepared through the trials and troubles, trials and tribulations that you go through. I just want to, again, remind you to be ready for Refresh and Refuel Wednesday. It'll be a whole new message, and I look forward to delivering it to you. As always, my name is Vernon Sheridan. This is the Traveling Pulpit, and I want to thank you once again. God bless. <music>